This week on the IVG podcast, Xbox Series X first impressions including its amazing loading times, PS5 game prices for India have leaked, Spider-Man's PS5 upgrade and Black Ops Cold War zombie mode goes cross-platform. What's going on guys? Welcome to IVG podcast number 55. I'm Nash. I'm Gagan. I'm Sam. And uh, today's episode is may not be as densely packed as last time because there hasn't been much going on in the world of gaming, but we do have quite a bit to discuss even then. Uh but first we'd like to give a shout out to AMD who hooked us up with the test rig using uh with which we've been actually recording a lot of footage on YouTube. We've been playing Mafia, so if you want to check out the specs, head over there right now. Um so What's been happening, guys? Uh, so yeah, for the first time now, people have got the Xbox Series X. Uh, Gagan, your thoughts on it for what what we've seen so far? Well, yeah, I mean, like that's a preview version of the console, but there have been a few good things that we've noticed about it. I mean, at least something uh, things that people have been talking about as the embargoes have been slowly lifting on that console. First of all, the loading times seem to be a lot, lot faster than what they were on the this current generation. So this now even accounts to like certain games that were like one and a half minute of loading time. It now takes around twelve seconds of loading, and that's like a lot faster than what even I saw when I connected an SSD to my Xbox One X. I mean, have you have you guys ever tried something like that? I mean, connecting a faster drive to your consoles? Not really. No, I just can't say fine. that I have. Yeah, so I had tried that out, but I mean, this is like ridiculously fast. But apparently, these kind of results are happening only once you install the game into the inbuilt hard drive. So they have that whole velocity architecture and everything, I guess, to thank for something like this. That and uh, the other big thing that they've noticed is that all the current gen games they are running at sixty FPS. Whatever is uncapped at this point, they are uh, the one the games that have an uncapped frame rate. That is. they are running at 60 fps straight up on the xbox series x without even breaking a sweat man it's like ridiculously good so one sec what you're saying is that if a game didn't perform third party or not on the xbox yeah. one now today it's at and is it also being upscaled to like 4k and it's at kadak 60 So the games that are there on the current generation and can already perform at 4K or whatever get upscaled to that they will perf- they will I think look pretty much the same but the frame rates have seen a significant boost as in like if the games come with the unlocked uncapped frame rate of 30 fps then it seems that whatever games are performing at 35 or 40 fps and all that are now like straight up going at 60 fps capped for some reason on the Xbox uh, Series X the uh, the hardware is really really boosting the performance of the game i mean not visuals that much for these ones yeah like for example forza horizon 3 which is uh, the older forza horizon but it's a first party game and they've said that th- that there won't be any 4k upscaling for it although the original game was 30 fps and yeah. on on the new console it'll be at 60 fps but 1080p right Right, so that's the thing. So Forza Horizon Four, which is the newer one, I guess that's getting like the full 60 FPS uh, upgrade and with uh, proper 4K visuals and everything that they've promised earlier. Yeah, so it seems like this is a very common trend among a lot of games. Final Fantasy has seen a massive boost in frame rates, and when apparently they was uh, that game was suffering big time on the current gen consoles, the load times are incredibly better in that game as well. And uh, yeah, man, I mean, like things are looking up. but what we are not getting to see right now is anything on the current gen so, no also from what we've seen so far the one thing i ideally was looking forward to seeing and they did show is is the ability to switch games but uh, you know seamlessly from one to the other like you like, like i think up to 3 games you can have uh, running at the same time and switch between them and uh, i mean the way they were making it sound initially it made it seem like it would be like seamless and instant but it's not exactly that like i like i saw like the gaps of maybe 3 seconds to up to 12 seconds for some yeah. games to, to kind of move from one to the other which is still not bad is way better than 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 that having to boot a game from from scratch mm. but uh, yeah i mean this is the feature i was really looking forward to and it does work as advertised even though it's a bit slower than i had thought right so you know thing dude i have this question who switches games while they are into one game like i i, I don't know why anyone would do that like if i'm into a game why am i going to switch into another game and then just switch into another game because i can Well, I mean, it depends on what you want to do, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's like I'm, I'm so like so like let's say a lot of games have kind of different mechanics, right? So to going from like a shooter to like unless 
So Sam says he's actually looking forward to that. So I want to hear his thoughts on this. Like, do you actually uh, scroll through games like that? I play in one sitting at least two games, if not three. Like, my one game is always PES. And then I play whatever else is new I'm playing. And I almost always play PES every day. So I don't have to boot that game up every single day. So knowing that I can play whatever I'm playing that's new. And and then before I I end my gaming for the day, if I want to play PES, I think this is amazing for me. Like, I I play often three games at a time. uh, Okay. Uh, Let's set up the scenario for Bali. Like, imagine you're playing a game for review, say, whatever uh, it is out there. And then somebody comes on uh, Discord and tells you, like, hey, come, like, Call of Duty Bay and all that shit. And and you get into that mode and you can easily just switch back into that, man, at any given point of time. I think it makes a good difference. It's a good quality of life improvement. And also, like one thing, people have been compl- have been saying, "Oh, dude, console guys are only now figuring this this load times." But dude, PC still doesn't have this. Like you can, like you can't go from one game to the other seamlessly the way consoles are allowing it. Yeah. So have yeah. they shown the UI, the new UI? Right now, the UI is exactly the same as it is on the Xbox uh, One X. I mean, there aren't that many significant improvements in this one, but uh, Microsoft has said that the UI will be different on the final uh, version of the console or whenever the console launches. So, yeah. Okay, I got a very important question, though. I got a very, very important question, though. How does the achievement sound sound? Is it the same plunk? Because that's gangster, dude. You know, I have no idea. <laughs> they didn't get an achievement plunk, dude. That's like the main, like, bro. wait, you're also, talking about now or in the Series X? Like in the Series X. Like, no idea, dude. Nobody. So, in fact, you know, this is a discussion I read on, I think it was Reset, which is really weird because there are a lot of trophy and achievement hunters all over. So, a lot of people are wondering, like, no one has shown off, like, either in the PS or the Xbox, how achievements are going to pop. Are they going to have a little <laughs> more like fanfare? Or are they just going to be like how they are right now? I had not even thought of that, you know, till this point. <laughs> but that know, being right? said, but yeah. that being said, the power on sound for the console is still the same as the Xbox One. So I'm assuming these sounds exactly, of these, yeah. these kinds of like sort of iconic sound effects they won't mess with. Like I don't think they'll change the achievement pop at all. Yeah, though the like startup sound as in like uh, the boot up sound that you get from the OS when the Xbox starts is a lot uh, different. It's a lot more subdued and nicer than the One X because when One X starts, it's like a miniature explosion of that. (laughs) It shows you the processor and then it goes like... (laughs) <laughs> and if you have your sound like even at a decent level, it kind of shakes the whole damn room, man. When the console also one X one X, I've had an insanely long boot up time for the console, like yeah, really, yeah. really long, pretty long, yeah. pretty, pretty. Now this is much shorter. From what so I have a question. Also, see, I don't know because I haven't seen these videos, but have they said anything about the sound the console makes? Because my fucking PS4 Pro is perpetually a jet engine, dude. Like, right. it's super silent. Is it's it super is- silent? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, obviously, there's a little caveat there that this this the console has only been tested so far, and or at least been shown with the current gen games, and not with games that will be uh, made for the Series X. But with all the Xbox One X games so far, or Xbox One games so far, the console has been absolutely silent. There is no sound that comes from it, and I think Bro, that fan makes a difference. I love, I I love my PS Pro, but I cannot play it now without headphones. Like Last of Us was like. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I can't hear dialogues, dude. I don't want to be exaggerating. But even it's the One X, One X, even the One X, apparently they made it a lot quieter despite making it smaller. So I think they know how to make it. I that. really hope the PS5 fixes this fucking noise issue, man. It wasn't this bad with the PS4, right? I mean, PS4 original, no, not this bad. But like, I noticed this uh, sound for the first time when I started playing God of War on the Pro. Man, I mean, that made my console scream out, dude. Yeah, I got stressed. I thought shit, my console is gonna die. Or it's gonna yeah. like blow up and die. Yeah. Well, speak, speaking of speaking of the PS5, like I like one thing that that came to my mind when I was watching these uh, previews is that a lot of them were showing what the console looks like on their on their uh, in the living rooms on their shelves and their racks and all of that. And yeah. what I realized is that this actually this console looks pretty good when it's actually in a living room because when I saw it initially when they first launched when they first showed the co- design of the console, I felt it looked kind of lazy. It was less like a black box with no design elements at all. But now actually it's like a very uh, like it's like it fits seamlessly into your furniture. It's it's still big, but uh, I mean, compared to the PS5, which is like so edgy and it's got those fins and those blue LEDs. And I don't know how it will look in, in a living room, in a, in a living space, whereas the Xbox will just kind of blend in and it won't stand out as much, which I think is what it should be like. 
Yeah, it's nice. And in fact, the green thing that you see on top, apparently all this while, I thought it was some sort of a light that comes out of it. But no, it's just the color of the plastic that's uh, like below the holes or something. Yeah, it's just it's just paint in, on the insides of those holes. So there's no distracting light coming out of the console. as well. I really appreciate that, man. I mean, Dude, I also have to ask because we live in India. I deal with a lot of dust here, like which a lot of like American or European or Western people don't like. What do you guys think the dust situation is going to be like for the PS? Because my PS gets dusty as hell, dude. More than the PS, I think the Xbox One X is uh, at a bigger risk out there <laughs> because it's got like vents right on the top. My Xbox is going to be lying f- uh, flat sideways only, man. There's no way I want to keep it standing. Yeah, up. I don't have space for that, dude. Yeah, yeah. Wait, we'll before that. I proceed, I should just say that we've all kind of said One X instead of Series X a few times so far. So just kind of bear with us because it's damn confusing uh, <laughs> to get it right. Shame on you. It is. No, hey, it, happened, it, it happened to me in the last podcast as well. So I'm just like saying it for like for all three of us. No, we are going to mess this up. like checking us, dude. He's like, check yourself. Dude, he only said One X just now. <laughs> Oh man, these names, dude. I mean, like, I, I like Microsoft for a lot of things, but I don't like them for the fucking naming conventions they have, dude. What the hell is Series X? Let's just call it Xbox Sex or something. I can just get it over it. X. Let's just call it the X because it's the new X. Yes, the new X. So that's even more confusing. Like, if you want to talk about One X now, then what are you going to do? <laughs> I mean, guys, just like get the context of what we're saying and just forgive us for messing it up. But it's just, this is how it is. I mean, it's we still haven't got used to the naming. I don't think we ever will. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. But yeah, but about, this, about the dust part, I think the One X, fuck, the Series X has those <laughs> giant, <laughs> those giant holes on top. They, like, they aren't, aren't even like regular vents. They are really big holes. So I think this got, dust is going to like really kind of, and it's also like those, those, those vents are pretty deep. So I don't know how you can get the mm. dust out once it goes in also. So I'm pretty worried about that. Yeah, definitely not going to keep it standing like a tower. Oh, sorry, fact, that, uh, sorry, that the, uh, did Gagan just say that those are not vents? So no, those are edit? those are vents. That's not a light. That's not a light. Okay. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know what? If he, if uh, air comes out from there, chances are that like all the like little uh, dust that's gonna be settling on the top gets blown out in one shot once you start the console. But if your console is gonna be lying idle for a while, you don't touch it for a couple of months, and then you boot it one day, then yeah, then why have an issue? No, but PS Five is no better because with the whole the whole fin design and it's got those edges protruding uh, like panels and it's got like grooves inside that and I think it's, uh, that's equally bad in terms of dust magnet like whether you keep it up, upright or on, on, on its side I think it's going to also have dust issues and it's white <laughs> yeah Dude, you just can't avoid dust in our country bro like there's no one I know people who stay in like these big skyscrapers who have perpetually closed their windows for like centralized AC even they get fucking dust dude it's everywhere yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, and white consoles, dude, I always get scared of white consoles, which is why I was like constantly saying that, like, I'm going to wait for a black version or if the fins are changeable and everything, then I'll start considering the PS5. But right now. But the Xbox 360 was always white. I didn't have that much of an issue. Are you kidding me? My Xbox 360 was always yellow, dude. <laughs> Usually white plasticky things turn yeah. yellow, but my Xbox 360 didn't turn. It was pretty, it stayed white. Maybe I should stop spitting pan around it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, it just did. It just did. I couldn't do anything to help it. And I tried cleaning it with all kinds of like things, all kind of cleaners and all. Nothing helped, dude. It stayed yellow. But you know, one thing I hope about the PS5 is that I hope that the LED, which is there on the console and on and on the controllers, can either be changed in color or switched off entirely. Like the PS5 controller, I know when it's charging, it the, the, the blue light turns to orange when it's charging. But I hope that they have. They actually include. Uh, an option to 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 kind of tweak it or turn it off because uh, even the even when the PS4 had that you know light bar in the back and people mm. people didn't like it at all they didn't really build in a feature into to change it or I think it, it came in later turn it off also yeah yeah because it didn't really, didn't serve much of a purpose uh, so I I hope that they actually have some options to tweak it uh, to tweak the LED because it's it's going to be visible in the entire living room right that weird blue light is. Not not just that, dude. Not just that. It's the the thing is that with the controllers, especially like you know, with the LED light on the PS4 controller, the battery life has always been shit, man. I mean, like it just doesn't last as long because there's always this stupid big light going on it on it. And they need to have some feature like the if only the light is required, say for a particular reason, maybe VR or whatever it is, then it starts. Then it uh, comes on automatically. Otherwise, you have the option to turn it off. 
but there, there's also a light there's also light now around the touchpad which is also that blue led so i'm hoping that that can be at least turned off or i don't know something that they can do to make it optional i think their design idea from some taiwanese company or something i mean it's like full like how asus or msi how they try to kind of like uh, bring out all these led lights all over their products and everything They're like yeah we yeah. are gamers kind of thing we like lights <laughs> i think i don't know man i mean what what's up with all the lights on it yeah but then those guys also offer the option to to tweak it right to customize it to your liking which right. i hope that they do here also but yeah who knows sony's been way way too quiet about everything but apparently uh from october 4th there's going to be a bunch of ps5 uh, content coming out because i think at least in japan a lot of influencers in japan have got the ps5 or maybe we went to an event uh, oh by the way the ps5 doesn't have a light bar the the, the, the ps5 doesn't? controller no it doesn't uh, it has it, it has lights on the sides of the touchpad but not at the back that like the ps4 had oh okay so good so that's good uh so, but yeah so the influencers have got consoles or they or they may have been called to some event in Japan and they are going to put out a bunch of content starting October 4th and I'm I know Jeff Keely has a PS5 uh either he has it or he had access Travis to Scott it Scott has a PS5 Oh really Yeah yeah so so we're going to start seeing a lot of stuff happening around the also I'm sure it'll also be it'll also be embargoed like some parts will be embargoed about it but uh yeah we start, should finally start seeing something out of Sony. do we have any ps5 local news to talk about this week though we do anything happening here we do here? so uh someone on twitter i kind of found a way to find out prices for the ps5 upcoming games on psn and it's not pretty dude like it's 499 for uh games Whoa. yeah yeah That's like the destruction <laughs> <laughs> yeah like destruction all stars i think spider man uh, ps5 that ultimate edition it's all 4999 we were yeah sony is sending that game out to die who the fuck is going to pay 5000 rupees for a game called destruction all stars that has no pedigree <laughs> behind it like it shouldn't it have been given as a free like ps plus game or some shit dude that's considering it's considering it's completely multiplayer and they wanted to be like a competitive game i mean it needed to be at least half that price of free holy shit 5000 yeah. for a unknown known game and even something like godfall it's not been getting good like previews and stuff who the fuck is going to pay 5000 rupees for these games dude Yeah. It's just ridiculous, dude. I don't know what the hell is that pricing thing, and I hope it changes, man. Because a lot of these games really don't stand a chance, especially the middle tier ones. They yeah. don't stand a chance, man. What's the so, so what? Sorry. So what? Sony has been saying is that this is not going to be pricing for all their games. So what they are saying is that for us, PS5 games will be between forty and seventy dollars. So I don't think you'll see Sackboy, uh, a Sackboy game, or. Uh, So the other uh, mid-tier sort of games being priced at seventy, they might be at sixty. Uh, and I think also the, I mean, the, uh, like one kind of possible saving grace for us is that they might, this might be a PSN only pricing. Uh, they might not price physical copies as much because well, they might want to, sucks. they might want to encourage. Yeah, that completely sucks for the <laughs> the all digital console owners, bro. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, for. Third-party games could still price lower than Sony, which is not which is not looking optimistic now because usually third parties follow the first-party publishers' lead, but uh, it has happened in the past. Like even now, even in the last gen, uh, while Sony's first-party games used to launch at three triple nine for the longest time, you'd see Ubisoft games and stuff like that be at three four nine nine. So it could still be that we might have third-party games at at four and a half rather than five, uh, but that's still a lot. Uh, but Yeah. So right. I have a question, dude, because I'm 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 seeing this happen very slightly in the West, like very slowly. But given how Sony's not kind of doing a bang up job, I've seen a little change in uh, tides per se, where people who are getting PS5 day one are now considering maybe an Xbox or even thinking about pre-ordering it. So has that trickled down to India? I mean, the moment people know about Game Pass, and I think. I think I don't think they've done a great job of promoting Game Pass in India because once people know about Game Pass, I think it's going to really, really push people towards the Xbox ecosystem. That could be on PC, it could be on an Xbox console. But I think moment you know what Game Pass is offering you, I think it's a no-brainer. Like if you know that you're going to have to pay seventy dollars for a PS5 game, and of course. I mean, once you have God of War and you might have Naughty Dog game and you might have three, four other great AAA first-party games from Sony, you will eventually buy it. But I think before that happens, I think the kind of value that's being offered through Game Pass, uh, I think it's it's like you can't argue against it. You really can't. So I think there will be a shift because people will start to see the value in Game Pass. Right. 
and also yeah. like you said with game pass like you'll have access to a lot of stuff whereas here fine you'll get your you'll get those ps4 games for free but if you were already a ps4 user you've already played those games and then you have this destruction racing and godfall which would set you back by 10 grand if you wanted to buy that it's not worth it at all dude. yeah that's the thing the 70 dollars does pile up man per game if you have to spend that much for just about every uh, good triple a title and considering in a holiday season when there's so many good uh, games out there for you to buy it really does uh, pile up it becomes like as expensive as buying a whole new console at the end of it so yeah i'm going to be- also also one more thing that's kind of gone against ps5 and in favor of xbox series x is that uh, a couple of third party publishers developers have said that their games on ps4 even though they will work on ps5 game saves will not carry whereas for xbox the game saves will carry like one of the games is i think yakuza like a dragon yeah. and the other is dot 5 uh, and not because they are, they are favoring xbox but just the way the ps5 is built and the ps4 is built the cor- the saves just will not work They which is that for spiderman is, as well right Uh, if a Spider-Man is a topic on its own, dude, it's so fucking confusing. What's happening with that game? Dude, yeah. I have no idea, man. Right, right. You want to get so, on that? Uh, one sec. I do have one last question. So I know about the full game prices. So if someone wants to pick up just Miles, the PS5 version of that, what's that going to cost? So as of now, there is no pricing for any PS5 games out. Uh, Miles Morales has been priced at four thousand bucks for PS4, which is like a full-priced game. They've priced it for so PS4. For so PS4. that's the pr- that's the price you can expect for PS5 as well. No, dude, they'll charge more. No, Miles gets a free upgrade, right? On PS5. See, I'm so confused about this whole Spider-Man thing. But so how how, how are you how are you pricing Miles at a full fucking price game, dude? This is ridiculous. Unless they actually made it a full game, like we assume it would be like Lost Legacy pricing, which is a, which was lower priced than a full priced game. But if they're but if they're building they it as a, it's it's a it's like a Crisis Warhead or a Lost Legacy, which is like a chunky standalone expansion but not like a 50 60r game it's still like a 10 12r game with no multiplayer no longevity what the fuck are they pricing it so much for yeah it's and 4000 bucks for miles morales is like that that yeah, hurts like everything around spiderman has been so so confusing and so poorly managed in terms of communication uh it's just uh, and also they're not so they're not it's very weird that uh, you can actually get the ps5 version of spider-man if you buy the ultimate edition but there's no way for you to buy just the base game on ps5 you have to get the ultimate edition and you have to get miles with it yeah but uh, as base again, game but doesn't mean that you need to have that game just to clarify right i mean yeah but for someone who didn't buy a ps4 they yeah. still want they still want to play then they have to go for the ultimate edition along with miles they can't go for just the base game i mean considering the base game has got so is getting so many upgrades yeah uh, Uh, I think I think it might it might people who are buying the PS5 for the like who are buying a PS5 who are buying a PS4 they will want that game, and then they might want to decide to get Miles later, but their option isn't available, which is kind of strange. It's just weird. I mean, I think Sony can really afford to go ahead and say that like you know what, let's just make this as simple as possible. And if you have the original uh, Spider-Man game, yeah, you get this upgrade for free and all. I don't think it's gonna go and pinch them. to that extent as they're making it out to be right now is just way too confusing and it seems a bit petty also after a while that you know like what am i really supposed to do to be able to play just this game it's just just too confusing out there yeah but speaking of spiderman on ps5 they've actually in, in this last week they've really showcased what all is new coming new to, new to the ps5 version and there's actually quite a bit of work that's gone into it There so Gagan, you want to you want to kind of walk us sure. through what all is new? Sure. So I mean, I'm sure you guys have also seen the screenshots and the video and all. Yeah. So let's yeah. discuss the screenshots first. So there have been two screenshots that have been released. One showing Spider-Man singing, uh, swinging uh, through the city, and uh, the other one is uh, with him uh, like clinging onto a building, a glass building. So the biggest differences that you see out there is the ray tracing. You can see Spider-Man's reflection on the glass in the glass building. And on the cars uh, while he's swinging through the city, but did you did you actually notice the ray tracing though? I mean, what do you think of that? Does it make a difference to your lives? So my no. my thing is so. Firstly, for me, I don't think it makes a difference to me much. But also, I to see it and to really see how good it is, you have to see it in motion, right? Like, what's Absolutely. the point of doing it in a screenshot? Yeah, yeah. So you know what? I mean, even when I was playing a game like Mafia, which doesn't have real ray tracing, but it has some software-driven uh, like emulation of lighting that works in a very, very similar fashion, and they've done a really good job with reflections. It it 
made the game look really good. It made the game look almost next gen for me when I was playing it on my PS4 Pro. So I am a bit more excited now than I was before about how global illumination and ray tracing will go ahead and affect the games later on. Another thing that you notice is that the game appears obviously a lot sharper because now it's going to be running at probably native 4K on the, the PS5. And uh, the lighting has changed a bit. As in like the outdoor lighting was a little more warm in the Spider-Man game when it released. Uh, when And in this one, it seems like a little more natural out there. So that that seems to be a very significant difference out there. Have you guys seen yeah, the videos though? There's gonna be two modes from what I'm from what I gather. There's gonna be a 4K, like native 4K with ray tracing at 30 FPS, and there's gonna be a 60 FPS version, which probably will be 1440p. I'm assuming. Yeah, if yeah. It won't be 4K. But so uh, yeah, in fact, the one of the videos that they showcased that was running in the performance mode on PS5, uh, it did not have as much ray tracing or anything, at least on it. And this was one of those Fisk missions in which you're supposed to go and uh, like take down uh, these the thugs from this empty lot of a building that's out there. And uh, yeah, I mean, the performance was really, really rock solid at 60 FPS, but you did not see that much of next uh, gen uh, you know like ray tracing or like any other kind of special effects or whatever that comes with it uh, out there so which which is understandable i mean like expecting ray tracing and 60 fps is a little too much but more than that let's talk about the other video the one in which peter parker looks a bit different what's up with that man very different so yeah p- people were kind of like confused as to why they decided to change the model but then insomnia came out and said that uh, they wanted i think it's with an eye on the next spider-man game also but they, what they're saying is that they wanted uh they wanted a, fa- a model that kind of more accurately portrayed uh the mocap actor's uh face so that so the mocap looked more natural so it makes sense but uh people were saying that oh it, this is because they wanted to look like tom holland and whatever but uh, yeah for me, it's not a big deal. I mean, you only see him in a cutscene. You're just seeing Spider-Man or whatever. But so, not a big deal for me. But I guess if you're really invested in the game or the franchise, then... dude, I honestly, when I was watching that video, if you told me this is Spider-Man on the PS, I'd be like, yeah, cool. Like it wasn't like earth-shattering to me. There's no fucking way I'm investing money in a PS5 upgrade, dude. Yeah, I mean, the I differences mean, are there only if you directly compare it with the PS4 version. Uh, like, for most people, it's going to be like that, at least in the cutscenes and all or whatever they showed. Otherwise, it'll be hard-pressed, you know I mean? Like, things like the button looks a little sharper, that texture looks a lot cleaner right now, and things like that. I, I don't think you'll notice that otherwise. Especially yeah, while you're swinging through the city, right? Like, you don't really notice. You're not going to notice, oh, I saw my reflection on that fucking taxi or whatever right like no, but apparently apparently now what's happening is when you're actually swinging uh through the city you'll actually be able to see a lot more detail of what's happening on the ground like what the pedestrians are doing earlier it was a blur now apparently there's so much detail about uh, what's happening in the city while you're you know kind of swinging around or you're in a mission or whatever like, there's more this, detail actually this actually comes back to i think what Gazan said like given the upgrades they are doing it's not like they're monumentally like making a different game so then charging so much for that seems definitely seems kind of sketchy dude i don't think it's meant for us dude i don't think it's meant for us i mean for for most ps for most ps4 players who already played the game unless you're a big fan of spider-man it's not meant for you i think this is more for people who are going to go out on and during the holidays and buy a ps5 for their loved one and they see spider-man on the shelves and that's the one you're going to pick up right that's the that's the biggest selling point for us for a ps5 and that's exactly my point because uh, the thing is that if this would have been a free upgrade for me, I would have been more than happy to try it out and see how Spider-Man looks now, take it out for another swing and all. It would have been fun for me to check out and maybe I would have been invested in the whole game again and I would have even picked up Miles Morales because I'm so excited about what that may have to offer after this. But now that like it's not a free upgrade for me and Miles Morales is going to be like a 4,000 rupee game, <laughs> which I'm not really looking forward to that much. I don't know, man. I mean, that, that's that's where the whole messaging has gone wrong for Sony, according to me. Yeah. So now we're talking about a game that Nash, do you do want to play? Which I do want to play? Cold War, dude. Zombies. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, bro. Did you guys see the? Did you guys see the reveal? Dude, it looks gorgeous, man. Yeah. So we've actually, um, so we've actually covered this on the site. If you guys haven't seen it yet, and you know, there's, I, I won't bore you guys with all the details, but a couple of things that especially you guys who don't play a lot of COD maybe will be interested to know is that A, 
first of all now zombies will get cross play so let's say you guys end up buying the console on any platform we still all be able to play together which is awesome nice. and all your progression is shared across the board so you can unlock your weapons in multiplayer take them to zombies and vice versa so you can hang on to your favorite ak or m4 take it through all these modes and still have it level up no, i those... think i think that is the way going forward because like even a game like apex is getting um, you know they're going to have a crossplay beta starting october 6 i think most people have seen one of the reasons warzone became so popular and the way it exploded the way it did is because it allowed people to and and you've seen it the crossplay works brilliantly in this game yeah. like across modern warfare also right we've all connected with one another we played with one another it's mad it's going to be a thing now do you know i'm excited nice Yeah. No. One thing I saw. One thing I saw not in the videos, but in the screenshots that the that Activision releases. There's this. I don't know if it's a filter, but there's this very like colorful, vivid-looking zombies mode with like fluorescent colors and all that. Like, yeah, is yeah, that yeah. Some other mode within, or is some sort of filter that. No, I think, I, I think I think it's just a normal thing. It's kind of like uh, so the the. So if you see, I think it's one of our screenshots on the homepage itself, right? Because they want to kind of channel a lot of like otherworldly weapons. They want to channel that. Like some of the zombies have like a different color to them, and I'm not sure, but you may be teleported to a different dimension. So this is probably used to denote that. But yeah, it's definitely tripped out. Like the visuals are not super grounded, if that's what you mean, for sure. Yeah. And the lighting and everything in the game has just gone up a notch now. This is a Call of Duty game that I think looks significantly different from a lot from the previous games. Otherwise, it started to become a little more samey for me at least. But now this one looks really, really different overall, especially with levels like Miami and all that. So yeah, I'm actually a bit excited about Call of Duty. I would say. They had a very strong horror vibe in the beginning of that right, trailer. Right, right, right. So I, I, I mean, you guys have played of... a lot of modern warfare, but in many ways, like the color palette of these two games is similar-ish. Whereas before, if you remember, COD was either brown or grey on the older platforms. You know, yeah. uh, now they've they've become even modern warfare. Like ninety percent of the campaign takes place at night, but you can make out like it. Because this game also uses certain assets from modern warfare in in it, and and Treyarch games are always a little more over the top, which is why like Kagan was saying, you know, Miami looks like fucking blinged out, whereas the other place is still more like natural. But I do like the fact that this game is going to offer a lot of variety. So you have your campaign, you have multiplayer, you have zombies, and you'll have an integration into Warzone. So dude, I'm fucking excited. <laughs> When is the game releasing again? November fifteenth, right? Thirteenth. Or- Thirteenth ah. November is gonna be like packed, dude. November has got so much shit. Like in dude, there, ten games launching on November tenth itself, dude. <laughs> and the and console, console. yeah, dude. And the console, and you already picked up your Xbox, so you probably be playing on your Xbox by then, dude. Dude, I'm gonna be like waiting outside the Reliance store. Okay, like, मुझे इधर दे. So let me ask you this: What's the first game you're gonna fucking pop your console's cherry with? I honestly haven't even thought about it. You know, if, <laughs> this, you, had to, if you had to write now. It it all depends, you know. The thing is that if uh, I uh, buy a game also at the same point, uh, then uh, I don't even know. I I, I think it's <laughs> Xbox One games because I don't know what Series X game to play on it. I'm I'm definitely not going to go for that mirror uh, thing. Uh, mirror thing that what, what is that? Are you talking about the medium? The medium, yes. Twin Mirror is a different game coming in December. <laughs> yeah. So medium, the medium is not something that excites me as much. So I, I think it's gonna be one of the Xbox One games that I'm gonna be trying out first, just to see how well it loads and all that. You know, play the stuff that I have been playing just to see how it, ma- it makes a difference. That's gonna. That's like kind of getting like a banger sports car and driving at the speed limit, dude. Like let it rip with some like next gen shit. Like you want, you don't want, want to pick up Valhalla or something. Yes, I forgot about Valhalla and I forgot about Dirt Five. Dude, both those games look phenomenal, so I really want to try it out. <laughs> right. Let me see. Let me see what which one I pick up with the console, man. And what about you? What would you pay on your bland or bland brand new console? Dude, Forza Horizon Four, dude. 4K 60 FPS. All the updates, yeah, dude. That's my that's my jam. Nice. Yeah. So basically, both of us are planning to play old games on our bland new console. Until. <laughs> Until Forza Horizon Five comes out, like I really hope Playground palms off Fable to someone else and makes Forza Horizon Five next. Like now oh, they have enough, they, they have enough RPG studios in house now. They, they dude, honestly, it. Fable will actually look trippy as fuck on the neck on this on the new Xbox, dude. It's gonna look mad because Fable's always had a great color palette, super colorful, great visuals. 
it's going to look insane on the new console. You know, I've never played a Fable game till date. Really? Not not one. I remember that like uh, I had played it on uh, a friend's original Xbox once, and uh, like I don't know, I was just messing around with the chickens at that time. It's, <laughs> like, on, it's on PC now. I think all of them are on PC. They're on Game Pass as well, dude. You should try it out. They're really fun I games. Know. I know they are, but because I heard a lot of mixed reviews about them, which is why I never really bothered. I mean, it's they're overrated. Yeah, because when the game was announced and when you know when they were pimping the game, they made it sound like the best fucking game ever. Is definitely not that, but it's a it's a fun RPG action RPG with a nice combat system and everything. Dude. But it's a product of its time. Don't we're expecting great things right now in 2020. So how long are these games? Because I really don't want a big time. Dude, with... At least 20, 25 hours. That's not bad. That's yeah. pretty okay. It's not like Skyrim, dude. Don't worry. Huh, cool. <laughs> oh, by the way, do you guys uh, remember that game we played, Hyperscape, the BR game, the Ubisoft BR game? Yeah, the game we played once, yes. The game we played once and we got fucking hammered at. So apparently Ubisoft themselves have agreed that the game's not like that fun and its skin ceiling is like extremely high. So they're kind of like tweaking the game and trying to maybe relaunch it the way they did Siege in oh, different dude. stages. I just uh, sorry to interrupt, but I just realized what will be the first game I'm going to be playing on my Xbox Series okay, X. What's that? Fortnite, dude. I want to see how good Fortnite looks on That's the Series cute. X. <laughs> it's going to look so baller, man. I've, I saw Fortnite once with ray tracing and I cannot get it out of my head. Oh, Fortnite's <laughs> going to get ray tracing on the Xbox, right? I, I mean, I think so. I really hope so. It's getting ray tracing on, uh, like, on the PC cards and also there needs right. to be kind of an upgrade on the next gen console so i'm really looking forward to how well that uh, works out okay okay so at least you have your game now but it's still an old game it's not a new game yeah it's just an saying. old yeah just saying, dude. <laughs> dude, that's the dude, that's the whole thing about next gen consoles dude you buy a new console you play old games dude that's how it is now <laughs> it's so weird right or unless you got like mad paper and you shell out 5,000 rupees on that disc. Dude, I, I can't get over it, bro. I just can't get over the pricing for that <laughs> game. It's, it's, yeah. it's literally being sent out to dad. <laughs> and they're not dude, telling you, it also. Like, dude, they're not, which game? Destruction All-Stars? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's going to die for sure. But I think what will sell is Demon Souls. For sure. And Spider-Man. Yeah, even even Godfall is gonna be sent out with a bullet in his head, bro. Like these two games really should have been given free games. In fact, Godfall for PC is actually free if you pick up a if you pick up an AMD five series card, dude. <laughs> right? Is it? Yeah. Nice. Okay. So yeah. So so yeah. So as we were saying, so hype. So Ubisoft, it's it's not shelving Hyperscape, but yeah, it kind of understands that Hyperscape didn't do that well, didn't do that well at all. In fact, and it's taking it back. Did you guys like like the game when we played it? Because I was like. Nope, not at all. <laughs> not really. In fact, when they when they had the game in closed beta, then open beta, like didn't they realize it at that point that people are not people are not playing this game or enjoying this game as much? Like it's why really why go? Yeah, it's really weird because then you, you know you had a lot of these uh, streamers who play well, like Jack Frags and all, playing the game, and even on their stream they're just constantly dying because I think the whole fuck up with this game is like tracking is very tough in this game and it's not about skill i just think it's the way the game's been developed and because of the mobility you have it's really tough to track your opponent so i think they're definitely gonna have to chill out and all of that but this definitely did not make this flash ubisoft thought it would for sure the game, the game should definitely be a third person shooter and not a first person that's the thing that it would solve a little bit of the tracking issue that uh, you're talking about but right now in the the way it is as a first person game and with so much verticality and people like just sniping at you from just about mm. every random sp- uh, spot that they find i mean like it's just crazy dude so it's interesting you kind of brought up because this week also marks the launch of another third person game that's out right now and it's called rogue company have any of you guys played it i know no, the answer i don't need an answer i know yeah. the answer to that bro you guys don't try any of these shooters <laughs> out now the fuck dude so actually this will be interesting to gagan because you remember the game that you liked like a lot for a while paladins oh yeah i love that game dude so it's by the same developers high-res studios they made this game right what and is, is this like a cs game it's pretty much kind of like it's, it's like CS in third person. That's the best way to describe it, right? So you, you you kind of drop into an area. You have a bomb to plant. You plant the bomb. The other guys defuse the bomb, and that's it. That's pretty much all this game is. But they have obviously they've got a little bit of the 
what you call overwatch is vibe into it so you'll have certain uh, classes which have certain attributes and stuff like that it's not a bad game for sure but once again it's got a very high skill ceiling um, but it's free so if you guys want definitely take it for a shot it's still in beta but it's free on the epic store so you can download it and try it out I actually don't mind. I really enjoyed uh, Paladins, and in fact, I played a lot of it on the Switch more than anywhere else. I did too, but but keep in mind, this is nothing like Paladins. Like, if you aren't good at CS, you're gonna die in this game. It's like that. So you got. No, I think mechanically, this game is very solid. Like for sure, I have no complaints in that department. I just felt that this came out at a time where everyone's just on Warzone. You know, like even Valorant and all these games have come out. But I mean. Correct me if I'm wrong. If people are playing this, I don't know. But they, these games don't have seemed to made the splash that they kind of hoped they did. Hyperscape, Valorant, Rogue Company, other free-to-play games I could be missing out on. Like COD, really this time fucking take it everyone's lunch and run away, dude. Like I thought Valorant had a, a pretty decent audience at this point, doesn't it? I mean, it is. It's got definitely a bunch of the hardcore guys playing it, and don't get me wrong. Like they must be in the thousands, but. I don't think it's hit those numbers. Like even on streaming services, it's still not like where it kind of should have been. Like there was so much hype for this game before it came out. You know, like it was supposed to be like the way Riot, what Riot did for MOBAs with kind of League of Legends. People thought this was going to be that with shooters, but nah. Yeah, I guess, I guess, but not as bad as Hyperscape. <laughs> no, not as hyper bad as Hyperscape. I think the the what has happened is in dealing with a very very select hardcore fucking audience. These guys have kind of alienated a lot of the casual audience. So today, like a guy like you who doesn't play COD a lot, can still have some fun in Warzone, right? You have some fun with your home. Yeah. It's not yeah. bad. But if I make you play Valorant, you will not enjoy it. I just die. I just keep dying. And it's like once you're dead, you can't respawn for the rest of the round as well. So you're just like sitting twiddling your thumbs after them. Not fun, dude. Not fun at all. What other games are there, though? I mean, like right at this point, what other releases are there? That so that actually, we should tie that into our next section, which is what is everyone playing? Right. Right now, I'm just actually finishing off uh, with Mafia. I'm almost done with the entire game. Nice. So, nice. yeah, it's really, really good fun. And I've enjoyed the way it kind of uh, tells a very tight narrative. And man, I mean, th- just everything about this game is so lovable at this right. point. And but, in case you guys have missed it, Gagan's also reviewed the game on IVG. So go check yeah, that out. I did, I did go check that out. And the, I'm also looking forward to uh, the new Star Wars Rogue Squadron game, man. Whenever we get that. <laughs> Sam and I just like temporarily shut our brains out when we watch Star Wars. I'll just fell <laughs> off my chair and shit. Yeah. But, but not to be a dick, but actually the game's been reviewing quite well from what I see. People are saying it's really nice, right? That's what I've been reading. Impressions are very positive. And it's like one of the few games that has got a really, really good feedback on the VR aspect of it. It's, the game is apparently like something that you have to play in VR for the best experience, which is unlike what they say for most of the other games. Like, yeah, there is a VR mode, but it's nice and all, but that's it. But no, this game apparently is something that was built for a platform like VR. So a lot of people are having fun with that, but I'm never going to experience that. So yeah. Uh, what I also read, I think on PC Gamer, is if anyone on the PC wants to pick it up, this game actually plays really well with a mouse and keyboard also. Um, oh, it does, huh? That's it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something that surprised me too. And I was like, huh. And I don't know if you can change it on the fly, but especially when you play through a first-person perspective, it's like kind of like a shooter in space, right? So they've, they've nailed that feeling very well. Yeah, man. I really. I, the thing is, that I've kept myself on a complete media blank or on the, the something like this on the game on this game basically because this is way too much information that had been coming in pre-release. So right now, I really want to get excited by the game when I start playing it. And honestly, see, the Star Wars games have been like you know very lightsaber heavy off late. They've been very, they've been trying to do just about everything with a franchise like make RPGs, adventure games, and talk about the lore, talk about stories, talk about Jedi's and shit like that. But the best part for me in Star Wars has always been the space fighting, man. And that that's something that's been missing for a very, very long time. I'm just glad that they finally recognized that and got out of game with that. Right. What about you, Sam? What are you playing this weekend? 
Uh, I've been playing a lot of stuff. Uh, still playing a lot of Onrush, and it's it's so funny that game is so fucking dead, uh, and the support is so is so lacking for that game that there was recently like just last week there was an update and it was a version five point zero update. So I'm like, fuck, what is this, in this update? And I just Google it, and there's nothing about why there's a, what this update has. Like even the Onrush official web uh, handles on social media have nothing on it. So I'm like, what the fuck? They're updating the game and not talking about it. But that's how that's how dead the game is. But it's dead only like in the media. But people are still playing it online. Like I'm having a blast playing through the career. Uh, and so I've been playing Onrush uh, still a lot, and I've been playing PES 2021 as I will do all through the year. But I've also been playing this very very cool uh, racing game called Inertial Drift, which I was telling you guys about before. Yes. It's it's this yeah. it's this it's this really really cool. Uh, arcade racer and it's and it's of course and it's basically it's like a it's been inspired by Ridge Racer so it's very very heavy on drifting and it's it's, it's got this very 90s uh, sort of retro style uh, and this 3D cell shaded sort of uh, uh, graphics so it's 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 this uh, twin stick racer where you basically use both analog sticks to drift and it's very fast paced it's like it's, very, it's got this very like nice one to one story mode and it's got it's 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 like the one of the old school arcade racers which we've been missing a lot it's on switch it's on pc it's on ps4 xbox one so if you guys check it if you guys are into arcade racers do check it out it's really really good Dude, you know what? I mean, I remember uh, talking about this the last time, and how much I really want to play it, especially after you compare it to Ridge Racer. And I, it just kept my mind. I will try this game out, man. I'm really excited about everything you've said about this game. Yeah, so. I've also, I've also started playing Hot Shot Racing. In fact, I got that game before Inertial Drift. But after I started playing Inertial Drift, I just kind of dropped off Hot Shot Racing. That, that's another one of those virtual, virtual racing type, uh, old school Daytona USA '90s racers. Uh, which I kind of didn't enjoy as much as this because it seems very, very like it's not done too much different from the old uh, arcade racers, but it's still fun if you like those kinds of games. So that's yeah, that's pretty much what I have been playing. So Sam, I have one question for you. Uh, like, do any of these have a split screen co-op? Oh, you know, co-op. Sorry, split screen multiplayer. Inertial drift does. I think even Hotshot Racing. I think they both have a, a split screen. Oh, dude, that's screen. perfect for me then to pick up on Switch because me and my kid can then uh, play that. She loves racing games. And for sure. For sure. And they're both pretty easy to pick up. There's not much of a learning curve at all. Awesome. Sounds good, man. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. Nash, what about you? Uh, nothing much, dude. Um, I've actually not been playing Call of Duty, weirdly. I've given what? it a break. I'm going to not play COD till I think uh, Black Ops comes out now. Taking a break from COD for a bit. But isn't there a new season out for it? Yeah, yeah. But... Dude, the thing is that I, I don't want to get burnt out with COD. I've been playing it all year religiously. And now before I move to the next game, I thought I'll take a break. But then again, you know, it's the perfect game to like play with some of the IVG homies on a Saturday night after a few drinks. I don't know. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Apart from that, I've actually been really playing a lot of Division again. And I've almost like reached level 50 on my Battle Pass in like a week. Uh been like really playing that and uh, I've been playing Mafia so yeah I've been enjoying the shit out of that game dude it's awesome dude Mafia nice. is awesome man on the new yes. rig yeah on the new rig <clears throat> and it looks so good dude like maxing it out playing really well there are some uh, you know there are some like frame rate issues here and there like a few issues and in fact weirdly dude I remember you telling me this that on the PS4 version your frame rate kind of tanked in the countryside Right. Whereas the exact opposite is happening for me. Like in the countryside, my frame rate probably is like insanely good, but there is a little bit of like judder or stutter in the cities. No, but I am enjoying the game. Like everything from the combat to the storyline to, you know, the characters themselves. Like I'm really invested in the game and I'm actually kind of glad that the game's so linear. So I don't have to worry. Oh, did I miss this collectible? I am doing a little collectible collecting like here and there, like the, the comics, the magazines, the cigarette covers, but. Yeah. Uh, most of the time, it's just like a nice focus while enjoying that. For sure. Right. You just tend to glance in the next room, like, okay, is there something here? Yeah, okay, yeah, fuck it. Exactly. So I go to a garage, I'm like, oh, there's another door there. Hmm, what's up, bro? Am I going to find some stuff there? Yeah, yeah. It's such a good it. feeling, man. Yeah. So, do we have any questions for. Uh, from we our do. Listeners? We do. Yeah. We do. So, okay, the, first, the first two, three are from Snake. He asks, uh, for first question he asks is about pricing for the new console, for the new PS5 game, which we've already covered. So we'll go to the next one where he asked, will this meet the last consoles? 
absolutely not absolutely not i don't think so so i think uh, phil spencer has been pretty clear on that as well in one of the recent interviews about how this is not going to be the last uh, console or gaming platform that they're going to be launching it's they, they would need some sort of a hardware that would be some sort of a, not a benchmark per se but the perfect hardware to play all these games on the hardware that these games are optimized for in the future once this generation is done and these consoles get old so yeah man. i mean people have been predicting the death of uh, consoles for years now but it's just not happening. that happens that happens at the at the change of every console life cycle the people are questioning is this the last one like earlier it was about oh mobile gaming is going to kill consoles then going to be oh it's going to be streaming it's going to be subscription as long as people want to buy consoles consoles will be made to it so i don't see them going away for a long time the next question also from snake is that will india ever be ready for cloud gaming or, or game streaming I think it's more about the world being ready for game streaming or cloud gaming, right? I mean, it's not just India. I think if game streaming, cloud cloud gaming, whatever you want to call it, if if ever the tech picks up, I think India is probably will probably benefit the most because the one thing holding gaming back in India is the cost of it, the console cost, PC cost. Like I'm talking about high end gaming, like mobile gaming. Of course, the reason it's doing so well in India is because it's so it's so accessible. Mobile phones are cheap, data is cheap. But if the tech side of cloud gaming gets gets better and it, and like the the input lag all of that improves, and I think the, I, I think India will really benefit. But yeah, I don't I don't see game streaming maturing as a medium. I think for a long long time. But I think when it does, I think India is definitely going to be a market for it. And with five G coming and if five G speeds are good, uh, I think that that'll be that'll be enough bandwidth for game streaming. The one thing I feel is like I don't think traditional mediums of gaming are going to go away because of streaming. I don't think streaming is going to replace uh, like having like owning games or, or playing games locally of your own hardware. I don't think that's going to go away for the longest time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely agree on that. Uh, next question again from Snake is about the CD Project news, which is uh, in case you guys have not been following the news, they they kind of got a got a bit of a bad rap because they've kind of initiated crunch uh, now that the game is close to launch. And the reason that they got they've got so much flack is because a few a few months ago they actually came out and said that this that look we're going to make sure that for our game there will be no crunch. So what crunch basically means is when you force your development team to work extra hours uh, to finish the game on time. and it's been a big talking point in the industry because it's, it's people are going to depression they've they've kind of turned to alcohol and whatever uh because of it but thing is in, in this case uh, what crunch essentially means is that people are going to have to work an extra day so they're going to have to have work six day weeks for which they're going to get paid double for the extra day that they work and so i mean i don't know i mean <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a good problem to have, man. I wish I had this. I know such a fucking first world problem, man. I mean, we all work six day weeks. I, I used to work on a Sunday. I mean, and I never got paid extra for that shit. And these guys, I mean, I guess if you're living in the West and and you have all your labor laws and you're and you're asked to breach that, I guess it's it's a bit. And of course, in in the West, gaming doesn't pay as well as much as Silicon Valley or any of the other high paying industries. Uh, so I guess that there might be a talking point, but I mean, I don't I don't know, man. In, in living in India, you really can't sympathize with these guys. Yeah, I know. I mean, it it might be tough for the guys for those guys out there in that situation. I don't know, depending on the kind of quality of life that they lead and all. But yeah, man, for uh, for us, it this seems like what six days, and I get paid double for the extra day. <laughs> Where do I sign up? <laughs> exactly, and 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 by all accounts, from what I've read, CDPR is whatever they're doing now. It's 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 as per Polish labor laws, so they are paying what they should be paying. The workers are not exceeding what more than what the Polish labor laws allow. So nothing that they're doing is illegal, but. i guess it's a, it's basically a more industry point about crunch which is which i'm i'm sure that this that the 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 concept of crunch is, is is in every industry like whether you're making an app or you're working on a product at google or whatever i'm sure they have timelines for launch and when they're close to launch and issues need to be fixed you will have to work more but uh, i think the issue also is that in gaming we don't have unions and stuff like that so i guess that's why i think employees feel they don't have a say or they don't are they not they're not heard so i guess that's why the media covers it a lot more but i i mean i can't dude once again i mean i've been very quiet on this whole point because i don't want to sound like a fucking raging dick but dude this is literally the definition of a fucking first world problem i mean i cannot even bo- dude getting paid double to work on a saturday bitch that is a fucking luxury that none of us have ever had dude like <laughs> 
Yeah. We don't even have fixed work hours on the days on the regular days of the week. Like there's no like overtime. We, we have no overtime on our regular working days. And, and, and neither rights, so what rights have we ever had? Like you think fucking when we went to office we had rights and people give a shit about what we had to say. Yeah, I can't sympathize, dude. Like fuck, give me the game. I don't give a shit what you have to do to get it out. Just give me the game. Bro, they are like you said, they are working in accordance with their laws. I'm pretty sure it's not like a fucking slave ship like somewhere in like a, a, a fucking place where they're being whipped to work, dude. They, I mean, dude, I I mean, this is going to sound extremely racist, but I do not empathize with a lot of white people problems, dude. I'm sorry. Is it it is what it is, dude. I cannot empathize with that shit growing up in India. You know, for all you know, this is not even a problem, but it's kind of being blown out of proportion. Dude, you know, and we fucking went about any, and Twitter should be shut down, bro. It's straight up. Like they they <laughs> they will find an excuse to went about anything. Every over there fucking gets triggered for the most fucking minute thing. Like shut the fuck up and get a life, bro. Like it's fucking irritating, dude. Like people are so triggered and on edge nowadays. Like everyone needs one fucking slap. But dude, seriously, like there's so much other real shit going on in the world today. Even in the US, there's so much like bad shit happening to people. Why are you making such a big deal about fucking someone's face getting changed in a fucking video game or someone who you don't even know had to work a few more hours on a weekend? Like fucking, if you're so concerned, concern yourself with real world issues, dude. Right. Dude, even the voice actor, I think Yuri, Yuri something. He came on no, Twitter. Yuri, Yuri is not the voice actor. He is the guy. He he's basically okay. the mocap actor. Whatever. He came on Twitter and he says that I hope you guys make a big deal, as big a deal of elections as you are making of this. Do you remember when Spider Man Four came out? People made a big issue of the fucking puddles. Like, oh, it doesn't look as good as the puddles that looked in the E three demo. Really, bitch. I was gonna fucking whine about. <laughs> Dude, we need to start a boarding school for gamers. That's what we need to do, bro. We need to fucking smack them into shape and give them perspective on life, dude. Is that, is that what happens in the boarding school? I don't know, but we should do that, dude. Fucking no, I have toast, bitch. Give me some push-ups right here. <laughs> fucking eat your green. That's like your parents' idea of a boarding school. Like a boarding school. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it means to be old, dude. Like, I cannot, like, okay, jokes apart, I, I cannot understand some of these issues that people have. I'm like, what is this perspective, bro? Like, I know. Dude, it's I, like, it's like, I, it's like when you're in the West, when you're in the West and you know, and these are your, like, real realities and it, and those realities are only, like, very cushy, right? You're, it's like living right. in luxury. So, so, so whatever deviates from that is like, oh, fuck, my life is coming to an end. For us, it's like, this yeah. is fucking every day. Dude. I mean, dude, okay, so let me put it this way. So, we also have a lot of comfort in our lives, okay? But I'm saying you have perspective. You know what people are going through in, in your own country, countries worse off than you. When you see all that, you can't start, like, crying about, like, the stupidest shit and try and make it a big deal. Talk to it about your homies. Be like, yo, this suck. I'll be like, yo, this suck. But then you dude, can't be like, oh, go online and make it like a big deal, dude. That the dude, also, to up and take notice. Dude, also with COVID, like entire industry are shutting down and people are losing jobs. You're, exactly. you're, getting, you're getting paid double to work an extra day. And exactly. you're doing this out of choice. This is an industry you loved in. If tomorrow people told us to do more work in the gaming industry, dude, we would have done it anyway. And then if someone gave us a double pay, we'd be like, hell yeah, bitch. Christmas but, come but that's the but that's the kind of complaint that you know just because we are so passionate about working in it the our employers feel like they can they can make us do more work for the like and, and kind of put us under pressure because they know they were, they were passionate about it and our passion is being Dude, tell me one thing taken Which advantage of does not have crunch tell me one industry that doesn't do crunch that's what Every I was saying yeah Every fucking industry has crunch. And in some cases, your boss will be the biggest dick to you. Okay, if that's happening here, I empathize. That kind of sucks, dude. That does suck. But, but no, the, the difference is that I think I think in some industries, like the, like in the film industry, there are rules about it because there are, there are labor laws plus there are unions. The big issue is that gaming companies don't want their employees to form unions, which is kind of the point. Then, there, then there'll be laws the governing crunch, what can happen and can't happen. Right now, it's basically each company decides. So, dude, we all had media jobs before this and we all had some really, really hard deadlines to push and shit like that. Dude, in my last job, if I would come home before 10 o'clock at night, they would be like, oh, you're in early. It's like, that was the reaction. Did you get paid more to sit more? No. Hell no. Hell no. If you had to work on a Saturday, even if it was work from home, did you get paid more? Fuck no, bro. I don't know anyone in India who gets this kind of luxury, dude. But that was like a massive deviation, like a massive deviation from our regular podcast. Sorry about that. <laughs>
I think we have one last question and that's the the obligatory question. So so one more question from Dylan came in asking about the Spider-Man pricing which we've covered which the answer is we have no idea about the pricing and what what's happening. But uh, I do agree the, with him where the pricing is fucking all over the place is is stupid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Amber with the last question which is the obligatory topic we we must talk about is uh, PS5 India release date and 2021. Uh, <laughs> don't say that dude. Riot will begin. That Just, thing will happen, dude. Everyone's gonna run to Hirapanna or some other <laughs> grey market place, and that's all what's gonna happen, bro. Or people will buy an Xbox, and nothing is gonna happen, dude. Like people will cry a bit, and they're like, uh, they'll all get over it, dude. Yeah, man. I mean, like, I just wanted to stop asking that question on every damn PlayStation post out there. No, but the thing is, the the issue isn't it whether it's coming this year or next year. The issue is that they're not saying anything. I think that's what's more annoying mm. than anything else. Like, like we, sure. we've always had PS consoles coming late. By a month, two months, sometimes six months or whatever. But I think the issue isn't so much that. The issue is that fine, bring it next year, but tell us, tell us that so we know. And let's say you're taking, that, that that you're not ready to announce the price yet or the launch date yet. At least say that we're working on it. Say something. That's the issue here. Dude, if they say we're working on it, they still get flack. Also, I feel that's why these guys they will. They will, but at least at least they can say, "Look, we hear you." That's all they need to really say. We hear you, and and right now we can't share anything, but but the moment we can, you'll be the first to know. That's all they need to really say, and that's and that's enough for most people to kind of keep quiet. Yeah, and but wait. Dude, when have you known that the industry's media to be this proactive, especially in India? Like this that's is true. what it is. It's radio silence. When you don't know anything, sorry, boss, answer nahi and it's just fucking radio silence. That's what people do here, dude. Yeah, and they will only that. speak when they have some info, which is either the pricing or the release date or both. They're gonna maintain this radio silence, and that poor social media dude is gonna keep getting galling. <laughs> yeah. So that's it, dude. I think we're done with this week's yeah. podcast. Podcast went a little philosophical and shit. Went a little like dad territory and shit, but we're finally done. And like always, if you like. If you like the podcast do definitely check it out on the forum sam which all platforms are the pod is the podcast available on now so pretty much every platform that you that you would like to listen to podcasts on it's on apple podcast it's on spotify it's on google podcast it's on pocket casts and if you want to listen to it on the web you can go to anchor.fm/ivg that's a n c h o r .fm/ ivg and uh, yeah subscribe to the podcast so that we know that 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 you guys want more content from us uh, give us your feedback on on social media on the forums so yeah uh, we hope to see you guys in the next episode and until then take care guys